I am reporting about a strange and gruesome death of a random jeeper who was found torn to shreds with fingernails removed and teeth kicked in, tortured and disemboweled in their old model Jeep Black Wrangler. You're listening to a 4x4, 4x4 Radio Network podcast. Are you ready? It's the Jeep Talk Show with Wendy. There will be body damage. Jeep Mama. Are you sure? Josh. Yeah, I don't think so. And Tony. I think that's a huge deal. So sit back, strap in, and brace yourself. Well, do you want to navigate your way to their Jeep love and heart this holiday? Shop gear.jeep.com for official Jeep merchandise, perfect for stocking stuffers or under the tree. Enjoy 20% off today. Use code JeepTalk at checkout to enjoy this exclusive offer only at gear.jeep.com. You know, I think I mentioned, uh, I, I think I will mention that uh, you can actually just jump over to jeeptalkshow.com and, you know, if you forget that code and uh, look at our website, it's right there, the little banner uh, ad at the top of the uh, Jeep Talk Show page. And it will uh, remind you of the uh, the wonderful, uh, gosh, what is it, 20%? Didn't you just say 20% discount yes, on their, 20% on their stuff? Yes, 20% discount. I mean, mm-hmm. Right here at Christmas time, too. That's that's a wonderful Perfect thing. Time. Yes. Perfect time. And uh, as Josh mentioned last week, you've got a leather dog collar uh, that has the <laughs> word Jeep on it. So hey. there you go. <laughs> that's really cool. Oh, and I actually sent this uh, sent this image to my uh, my daughter a while back. It's actually some uh, like uh, Converse tennis shoes. Now I'm not saying they're they're con- not convert Converse Converse Converse. Yeah, yeah. the uh, the Converse tennis shoes. You know the the nerd uh, the must have nerd shoes, or at least it used to be. Uh, and uh, I sent her a picture of these and said uh, this these shoes remind me of you, but they have the little uh, Jeep uh, grill and headlights. <laughs> on the no. on the tongues you know so <laughs> oh, you, can, you can look really cool with uh with that so <laughs> go over there to gear.jeep.com yes that's the, the jeep website so uh very appreciative of having them as a sponsor you know it doesn't matter if you have a jeep want a jeep or never driven anything but jeeps this show's for you josh tammy wendy and myself are here to inform and entertain you while we talk about dog collars Jeeps. <laughs> well, um, no. Jeep dog collars. There you go. Only briefly. <laughs> hey, I'm Josh, and apparently we have a Jeeper that needs to be taught a lesson. We'll take a look at what 2020 means for, means for the Jeep brand, and we have a feel-good story of off-road enthusiasts coming together for a good cause. And howdy, it's Wendy, and I'm sharing charitable suggestions to help others. Hi, I'm Tammy, a.k.a. Jeep Mama, and on Jeep Life, my top five ways to craft your best Jeep life. And I'm Tony, and as I said in Spanish class, a key. <laughs> How do you spell that? Is it like a Q-U-I thing or something? Or there you go. That's oy, there you or, go. Is that it? A key? It's, an, it's definitely not yeah. how you spelled it here. Yeah, no, no. It's just like, it's a key, man. <laughs> Local Jeep News, National Jeep News, and news from around the world. It's This Week in Jeep. Well, before we get going on this week's set of stories, I want to start the show with a bit of a, uh, a recap and an update. Our lead story last week on episode 466 uh, had reports of a Jeeper throwing a cat from a speeding Wrangler Jeep. And we asked you for your help in finding the perpetrator of this crime that led to the death of an innocent animal. Well, this week we have an update from the Edmond, Oklahoma Police Department. Quote, the owner of the Jeep was identified denied all the allegations, and cooperated fully with the investigation. The case is closed, and the accused has been cleared. 
Witness statements, information from the occupants in the Jeep, and evidence at the scene show that the cat may have been part of a stray litter found nearby that wandered into traffic and was hit and killed. It's not typically our practice to post case findings on social media, but this story is a little bit out of the ordinary. We were overwhelmed with the number of tips from the community. Apparently, there are more yellow Jeeps out there than you might think. And for that, we say thank you. Now, this is exactly why social media is beneficial to law enforcement, but it also needs to be said that the family of this yellow Jeep is now being harassed. And that's really not okay if they were indeed uh, innocent. They are heartbroken over the accusations and say they feel unsafe driving their children in this vehicle. They are allegedly animal lovers and allegedly foster local dog rescues. Uh, please continue to help keep the Edmonds a safe place to live. Now, that being said, we're going to move right into our lead story for this week, which is what does 2021 look like for Jeep? Well, obviously, there is no crystal ball at play here. So what we know is only what's been reported both internationally as well as domestically. Globally, Jeep is still working on their worldwide distribution that started back in the 2015-2016 fiscal year. We also have the merger slash takeover by French automaker PSA. We've been talking for the better part of a year now about what this means for Jeep moving forward with electrification of its entire lineup, which we have seen the beginning of here in the States with the plug-in hybrid 4XE Wrangler. However, this merger or takeover in some circles is not all rainbows and sunshine. Rumors have already started circulating that we will start to see French influence in Jeep's body design in less than five years. Oh, no. And from what I've read so far, this could be the beginning of the end for the Jeep brand as we have known it. Now, that doesn't mean the end of the brand as a whole, but likely the end of an era and the beginning of a transition away from what we have all appreciated the brand for. Internationally, we saw the unveiling of a fully updated Jeep Compass last month during the big Guangzhou Auto Show in China. Just this week, it was announced that a new prototype of the Compass is destined for sale here in North America as well. And almost like kismet, we are now seeing reports and spy photographs of this new model which, by the way, is paving the way with its all-new suite of onboard technology for Jeep's return to the full-size SUV market with the launching of the Wagoneer and Grand Wagoneer that is slated for next year, 2021. Along with these two new vehicles to Jeep's lineup, we're also going to be seeing a completely redesigned Grand Cherokee as well, which will have a three-row option for the first time in its history. Needless to say, there is a lot going on behind closed doors that we have yet to see or hear about, and I, for one, can't wait to see the concept offerings for what will hopefully be a full return to normal with the 2021 Easter Jeep Safari. I still think that the French influence is uh, the interior is not going to have that new new Jeep smell. It's going to be more of a uh, uh, cheese and cheese. Uh, and stale <laughs> stale cigarette smoke <laughs> odor. <laughs> no, it's Italian. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that that wouldn't be bad, you know. <laughs> no, no, we need uh, macaroons and what other desserts? Croissants. That well, you know the know. the French do have some uh, some lovely tasty food. You just can't. Oh my uh, gosh! Well, I say you can't eat a lot of it. Uh, they they make small portions. Doesn't mean you can't. Uh, uh, ra- you know, s- scrape everything off the tray into your mouth uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> and eat it all at once. <laughs> Shovel it right into the gullet. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I, I'm with you. There is some some potential for some good to happen here, uh, even if you're not into electrification and French design. Uh, now, that being said, the interior influence of uh, the French design group may actually start to uh, rear its head sooner than later. Uh, I know, for one, um, the the changes that they are making to the interior of this new compass are actually relatively impressive. 
the when I said uh, technology suite, I mean all new technology suite. They are really dumping a lot of state-of-the-art technology into the new generation of Jeeps. And, and this new Compass is going to be the head of the spear as far as that's concerned. It, like I said, paving the way for the, uh, the Grand Wagoneer and the Wagoneer itself. So, you know, we're going to be seeing, you know, 10 plus inch screens uh, for the infotainment system. We're going to be seeing large electronic displays for the instrument cluster, uh, as well as an entirely updated ergonomics to uh, interior controls, as well as steering wheel controls, uh, heater controls, all of that sort of stuff is getting completely re-engineered and redesigned. So if you can check out some of the spy shots of what the new Compass is going to look like, I'm sure that you're actually going to be impressed because it is something um, that looks like they've put a serious amount of thought and design work into, and it's the nicest that I've seen come out of Jeep so far. Well, it'll be definitely be interesting and uh, de- definitely be fun reporting on it, uh, whether it be uh, pleasant or not pleasant. <laughs> mm, yeah, no, definitely. And you guys well, can and I, uh, be it, sure that, that here at the Jeep Talk Show, we'll be doing both sides of that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and I and I'm looking forward to the last statement you made in that article is return to normal in 2021. Yes, can one can only hope, that? right? Wendy? Exactly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so yeah, I would I would like to see a, a bit of a return to normal. I would like to see the big large crowds at Easter Jeep Safari. Uh, you know, I'd love to see you know all of the uh, the retailers and the vendors and everybody coming out. And really making up for lost time, as it were. And I would, I would hope that Jeep for them, themselves, uh, for an event like this, would really step it up and and show up in force. Uh, so, will that happen? Uh, what it's going to look like? Only time will tell. That's right. Well, Tony, you're going to need to get the beep ready. Oh um, boy. I'm <laughs> The Putnam County Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals and My 9mm is seeking information regarding the abandonment of an adult female beagle. As if last week's stunt by the biggest piece of shit this side of the Great Bering Sea with the act of throwing a cat out of a moving jeep in the middle of a busy intersection wasn't bad enough, and no, I'm not buying that they didn't have anything to do with it. This week, we have yet another poor excuse for a human being doing something just as bad, but this time to a jeeper's best friend. Or so one would think. Look, I know there are people out there who are more of a cat person than a dog person, and the opposite is just as true as we saw last week. Just because you love dogs doesn't mean you can't or don't hate cats, and but neither is an excuse, or for abuse, rather, for neglect. Or worse, what happened? On Tuesday, December 1st, around 1 p.m., just days after the release of last week's show, a delivery driver actually observed an individual pushing a dog out of an older model black Jeep Wrangler onto the side of Route 301 in the town of Carmel, New York. As if that wasn't bad enough, the vehicle bed off as the dog attempted to follow it. Yeah. Oh. My heart was literally breaking into a million pieces as I was researching this story, which, yes, it is true. Thankfully, the witness was able to catch the dog after the incident and brought it to the Putnam Humane Shelter. Nice. Abandonment of any animal is a crime in New York State, according to the SPCA. And as a side note, I personally think that anybody who does this, especially this time of year, is a heartless piece of shit. And I strongly hope that the world's worst luck falls upon you like a grand piano dropped from a 12-story building. 
You are the kind of person, and I use that term loosely here, that is the scum of the earth. And I would rather bring Bin Laden back to the world of the living and spend the rest of my life sucking his big toe than to have you, <sighs> dog-hating piece of shit excuse for a meat sack, take one more breath. Do all of us on this planet a huge favor and please just eat a fucking bullet. There is no room on this earth for an individual <laughs> who believes this horrific act could be excused in any way. I sincerely hope that this jeeper sped off to go home and drink bleach and just wanted the dog to have a chance before ending their own life. Even then, there were still other options. If you know this dog, and we will have a picture of her in the show notes for this episode at jeeptalkshow.com, or know the, who this person is, I will not incite violence, but you know what you need to do. I really, <laughs> truly hope that on next week's show, I am reporting about a strange and gruesome death of a random jeeper who was found torn to shreds with fingernails removed and teeth kicked in, tortured and disemboweled in their model Jeep Black Wrangler. Animal crimes can be reported to the Putnam County SBCA hotline 24 hours a day at 845-520-6915. Again, if you know the scumbag f***tard who owns or drives an older Black Wrangler in the state of New York and used to have a beagle, please do the right thing and call the Putnam County SBCA Animal Crime Hotline at 845-520-6915. Then introduce the individual to your own version of Lucille from The Walking Dead. And no, I'm not going to buy the story that they had nothing to do with it. It was just some sort of stray dog that was walking by and they are some great cat rescuer who, <laughs> so how could they possibly be doing something like that to a dog, right? Mm -hmm. And furthermore, <laughs> and I reiterate, kind sir. <laughs> you know, I think oh, it's really interesting that, uh, and, and of course, last week, it, uh, I mean, well, there was this, the story we reported that didn't pan out as far as being true. But I, I'd like to just mention that Allegedly. all the yeah, all these things that are happening uh, in jeeps, it's never a red one. It's uh, black or yellow or so I'm just saying, you know, if you if you meet a red jeeper, especially if they're a dog owner, that's a win win. Uh, that, yeah, that's good go. people right there. <laughs> OK, well, for now. <laughs> yeah, I can't see how people do this to dogs. Dogs no, just I, love you so much. I mean, cats will act really. like, you know, nonchalant. Maybe they'll maybe they'll come and, you know, and rub up against you to see if you're dead so they can eat you. But uh, dogs, they just love, love, love being there with you. And it's just it's just so sad whenever but, something like this happens. Well, in the details surrounding this story, goodness gracious, the heartlessness. Yes. Well, I understand getting... But th this happens all the time, yeah. and especially this time of the year, because, quote, they're making room for the new puppy. Well, guess what? Oh my this gosh. is the oh. wrong time of the year to be giving anybody a puppy or a dog, because this is exactly what's going to happen in January, where all the shelters are going to be filled up because idiots drop their dogs off. They don't give a rat. They don't put the training into them. So, yeah, you, Josh, you got me going, too. I just, I hate this crap. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I, I, I just can't do that to a dog. No, or any any domestic animal for that matter I, i'm a pet lover have been my entire uh, i got a big heart and this kind of stuff really really breaks it. it it gets to me on an emotional level and i i just i can't stand it because yeah. there's so many other options of for course F's sake come on yeah. so yeah i really hope that somebody out there is listening and and knows who this person is uh, and and as they are listening to this, is driving over there right now with white knuckles, just raging mad uh, because they need to teach this person a lesson. Not yeah. that I am encouraging any sort of bad or illegal no, violent of behavior in any way, shape, or form. 
But that being said, you know what you need to do. Well, you actually you actually saw uh, that uh, the the top of the uh, show story where the, the the those folks that were supposedly threw the cat out of the jeep they're fearful of driving their jeep around because so many people are yeah. you know uh, after them and stuff and nobody should take the law into their own hands i mean if there's if there's a felony being committed that's different but i mean if if, if it's sure. just hearsay and you think it might be the the perpetrator call the police the, don't take it into your own hands because you never know exactly it, you may not be it you don't you may not know, know the story uh, and uh, let the cops get to the bottom of it, and uh, you know, and, and then you don't have to go to jail. So that's always a, a plus. That's a major. Plus. That is always a plus, especially yeah. at Christmas time. I mean, yeah. you never, never like bailing out your Seriously. favorite uncle uh, at Christmas time. <laughs> no, I think we'll leave him in this time. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's a, a feel-good story to uh, sort of wipe the slate clean, as oh, it that were. One, now, that last one wasn't. Oh, <laughs> right. That, did that one make you feel good, Tony? I was thinking about rebroadcasting that one for the Christmas uh, show. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, when the folks at Wildcat Off Road Park in Laurel County, Kentucky, were preparing to host their fifth annual Toys for Tots event, manager Anthony Brumette said his emotions were a bit high. It's even more special this year, he said. There's lots of kids in the area that people just don't realize how bad they've got it. And I think that this just brings more attention to that. Brad Shepard, who made the trip from Richmond to spend a day at the campground, says he wanted to donate something that is such, donated to something that is such a good cause. Well, I didn't even know about it until yesterday, Shepard said. We were already planning on coming, and I wasn't going to be coming empty-handed. The same could be said for Candy Gonzalez, who said that she, too, wanted to give back. It feels like you should probably do a little more this year, because some families don't have as much as they probably used to with losing their jobs and stuff like that, so it's nice to be able to give. Brumette said that it feels good to know that kids will be able to have at least a little Christmas cheer this year. Generosity like this shows no matter what corner of the county or country you're in, and it shows that people do still care. I personally think that we need more of that than ever right now. Exactly. Now, I've always been a big proponent for the Toys for Tots uh, yes. program. They are a national event. They uh, do have the, uh, the Marines that get involved. Uh, as well as other uh, corners of the armed forces. Uh, but this is such a good cause, and they do so much good. Uh, and this is one of those charities where if you ever were, were kind of curious of as to whether, you know, how big of a percentage goes to charity, well, this is one of those that, that get that A-plus rating uh, because just pretty much everything that they bring in goes right back out to the communities that they serve. Uh, and, and there's I, I've been involved personally with Toys for Tots, and I can say that this is a top-notch organization, I highly encourage you that if this year uh, you are doing better than your neighbors, uh, please consider uh, doing something uh, as gratuitous as, as, as you know, donating to Toys for Tots. Uh, it goes to such a good cause, and it makes such a difference. Uh, literally just a single wrapped toy can make all the difference in the world. So please consider, uh, if you are a member of a Jeep club, uh, organizing a Toys for Tots run with your Jeep club, um, this is something that uh, I have found that a lot of Jeepers really like getting behind, uh, and especially if you can kind of create a bit of a run with it uh, to where like, you know, 15, 20 Jeeps all roll into a Les Schwab and unload a bunch of toys. Um, I would suggest if you are doing something like that, get your local news organization involved as well. Uh, they would be more than happy for that kind of a, that kind of a story. So if you do end up doing something like that, uh, please let us know. We would be happy to get the word out. Uh, the end of the year is approaching. So if this is something that you are thinking about doing, those emails have to get written today and go out uh, here in the next couple of weeks before Christmas uh, so that we have time to uh, to get the word out. 
Yeah, go over to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact, and you'll there's actually a form there that you can uh, fill out uh, for uh, events that are happening. And uh, so uh, you can send an email or just fill out that form. Either one, uh, we'll, uh, we'll see them. Now, I, I can't re- reiterate too, too heavily, too, too strongly to go, uh, if you're doing something like this, uh, make sure that you go in a group, more than one Jeep, just like if you're going off-road. Because if you, if you do this, if you go out and you find kids uh, walking around and you're handing out uh, toys from your Jeep, the police will be oh. called. And uh, <laughs> if, you, if you're lucky, you'll get Ooh. away with a warning. So at, yeah. least, at least three Jeeps, I think, to be safe. Yeah. Well, if you have a news tip, we certainly want to hear it. If you have a story that you think we should be covering, well, by all means, send us that headline or anything that you would like for us to spread the word about. Uh, make sure to let us know by phone or by email. Just head over to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact, as Tony said, and find out how to reach out. You're listening to a 4x4 Radio Network podcast. Oh, what a great Christmas present this is, Josh. What, the 4x4 Radio Network? Don't act surprised. Go with it, man. Uh- <laughs> well, I mean, it's just kind of hard to put that in a stocking, don't you think? I mean, I, unless you it's go a ahead perfect and, size, and, you can put the well, whole no, internet in a stocking. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, okay, it's uh, one of those things. I mean, unless you go into your loved one's uh, personal Uh-oh. devices and change their home screen to uh, the four x four podcast, or the I'm sorry, the four x four radio network dot uh, com website. Uh, I, I'm not sure how else you can give that uh, as a gift, but uh, <laughs> considering it's also all free. Tony, that's, there's no purchase oh, necessary. Wow. There's that's no right. signups. We need All to you got to do is price. head to 4x4radionetwork.com. That's 4x4radionetwork.com. And you're going to see the On the Trail podcast. You're going to see Trail Chasers, Center Steer podcast, 4x4 podcast is there. We're there as well. It's all in one place. It's all off-road related. It's all free. No sign-up. We'll see you there too. Just go to 4x4radionetwork.com right now. This year, give the gift of fun, entertainment, and information. <laughs> the 4x4 <laughs> Radio Network. What? Where's the noob? Noob! 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 Hey, newbie! Noobie! Noob Nugget. It's time for Noobie Nuggets. Well, I'm going to go ahead and piggyback on Josh's story on the Toys for Tots and talk about some charity suggestions. Now, giving to organizations that need help has always been something we do as Jeepers. You can find many different events that boast the proceeds are for this charity or fundraiser for a worthy cause. But with all that has happened this year, some of these events have been canceled and or dates changed to 2021. But these organizations that get donations still need help. So what can you do if you feel like donating? It's really hard right now with all the restrictions and shutdowns in various states to put together events to raise money for worthy causes. So I wanted to share a few ideas and suggestions that may help you with workarounds to holding events and yet still raising the dollars. If you have other suggestions you can share with our listeners, let us know at jeepstalkshow.com and we'll go ahead and spread that information. Now, individually, we can all donate to a worthy cause, like Josh mentioned about Toys for Tots. And there are plenty to choose from, like organizations that help kids, domestic abuse victims, animal rescues, or trail conservations, just to name a few. You won't be lacking in finding a charity you can donate to. Now, as clubs look for ways to give back, you have to be creative these days. Now, one event we did was to hold a run, as as Josh mentioned, to actually do a run, for club members and their friends, and I made baskets with all kinds of items. Now, we did the raffle during the run and drew the winning tickets at our lunch stop. We got quite a bit of money on just that one run. 
everyone wanted to win a huge basket because I had themes like a masculine theme that had barbecue tools and aprons and sport items in it. Or, and one was kitchen theme that had dish towels and cookbooks and cutting boards and other stuff. And I even had some home decor theme with pillows and blankets and wall signs. But the coolest and smallest one was what I call the trail hack setup we made. This got the most tickets because everyone wanted it. Now, what I did is I picked up a small red, Tony's favorite color, tool bag from Home Depot and filled it with simple items that you could use for a trail repair or a hack. Now, it included duct tape, a roll of wire, vice grips, pliers, zip ties, and tie downs. Really, really simple, but it is the perfect little bag of goodies to help you when you least expect it. And by the way, it's the perfect little setup for anyone that says they have everything they need in their Jeep. Uh Uh-huh. Now, finding stuff to put in those baskets can be the challenge, but there are some things you can do to keep costs down and your profits high. Now, you can find the packaging like the cello wrap and ribbons and et cetera at a dollar store. You can find great baskets or vessels, as I call them, at Harbor Freight, Home Depot, or thrift stores. Really, anything that can hold something can be a vessel that you can put all the goodies in like a tool bag or range bag or totes, decorative boxes. Just let your imagination go for choosing the vessel. Now, Harbor Freight is a good one for simple tools and basic basics to add value um, to as a gift as well. (laughs) Okay, seriously? (laughs) And thrift stores are a good source for all kinds of stuff. Apparently, we have dogs and cats on the show, in case your listeners didn't know that. Somebody's going to go piddle. Uh, something. Now, you, now you may know someone that works for a company that has samples that they can donate to your gift baskets. You can also reach out to restaurants for simple gift certificates too. Just pick your theme and start building that gift. Now, another suggestion is to raffle off a large item. Large companies love to donate to a worthy cause. And with this year being so different, you may be surprised at who would be willing to donate something. It's easy to print your own tickets too. Decide on how much money you want to raise print the tickets, and have the drawing when all have been sold. Now, our club is doing a tire raffle with Nexon Tires. They donated a set of five tires for our scholarship program. We give monetary scholarships to help three high schoolers going to a trade school each year. The raffle sales are helping to fund that, and who doesn't want a set of any size tire that they choose that Nexon offers? I know if I win, I can use a set of tires on any vehicle I have, and I know I've helped a worthy cause. On every run this year, I mention the raffle and everyone wants a chance to win and help the kids. It's a win-win for our cause. And now another easy idea is to team up with a local restaurant or food truck. Jeepers arrive, purchase food during the event, and the restaurant donates a portion of their proceeds on that day to help at the charity event, especially in a small town and for a cause that benefits the community or kids. And this is also a great way to have a Jeep show with all the Jeeps parked and people supporting the business and the charity. And if you throw in some baskets to raffle, you have yourself an event in the making raising money for your charity. So whatever you decide to do to raise money and awareness for your cause, there are lots of creative ways to go about generating the interest. If you want or need suggestions with building these baskets, just email us and I'd be happy to offer suggestions. So guys, are there any other ideas that you've seen or used to raise money for a good cause? Well, there's always been the um, uh, the car wash idea. Oh, um, yeah. You know, uh, that I've seen uh, cruise-ins and, and car wash type things where uh, maybe you get um, you know a, a bunch of the of the uh, families in the uh, in, in your Jeep club uh, to ha- to bring the kids all to like a gas station or a parking lot 
next to a, a tire center or something like that. Obviously, you have to have uh, the space to do this and also right. the business to provide you a couple of hoses, uh, the water service to make this happen unless you have some very large water tanks and pumps and that sort of stuff, which would be very weird uh, yeah. to suddenly Strange. come up with post up <laughs> in the parking lot. Uh, but no, this sort of thing uh, really does work. Uh, and you get people out there, um, uh, you know, with signs and stuff, uh, kind of directing people to try and come in and, and get the attention and that sort of stuff. And that will work. I mean, and especially if it's off-road themed. Um, and, you know, the dirtier, the better, you know, bring them in. You know, just people yeah. suggest a $5 donation or whatever they can afford, uh, things like that. You can also sort of uh, do this uh, with a food drive or a toy drive or a coat yes. drive all at the same time. Um, it all depends on sort of what time of year and, and what you're trying to do, what sort of a charity you are trying to, to support or, or what cause you're trying to support. Um, I will say that, uh, Wendy, you touched on, on reaching out to companies, um, uh, you know, possibly retailers or, or manufacturers or, or whatever it be to, uh, to coordinate with them as far as, uh, as far as, you know, goods or services to, to go out. And I will say from experience, uh, having, having done this myself for, uh, the, uh, North American XJ Association's 10 year anniversary, uh, that um, I started it around February or March, and that was about two or three months too late. Yeah. I will yeah. say that if you are going to be reaching out to manufacturers, especially, you need to be doing this the first week of January. Okay. Uh, and I can't stress year. that enough. Right. And this is yeah. why. Uh, these companies have a very strict budget that they have for this sort of stuff. And those mm -hmm. budgets go away very quickly. Um, and typically, the first couple few events that approach them end up using up all of the budget. Now, there are um, uh, companies out there, manufacturers of this and that, uh, that uh, they, they have a little bit larger of a budget or they have much, much smaller items that they can donate to where it doesn't really break the bank. Obviously, mm -hmm. if you're trying to get worn uh, to help you out yeah. with uh, something like that, <laughs> they're, they're likely not going to be giving you a winch in the middle of July. Um, sure. So, you know, uh, it, it's just those kinds of things that I have found. Same thing with tire manufacturers, same thing with like knife manufacturers, same things with a lot of the off-road companies. I reached out to nearly 300 different retailers and manufacturers. And I tell you what, I got back less than 20% um, uh, actual getting, getting contact back less than 20% of those. Well, I'm Out sure of they get hit so much uh, from everybody on their no, mama. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and if you're not in, if you're a club that don't recognize, you're just some small peon. Um, exactly. you don't get to them at the right time. You don't get to the right person. You don't have the right email, the right phone number, whatever. Uh, you're likely just going to fall through the cracks. Um, and, and so, you know, it, it really is important that you hit this early and often and hard. I mean, out of those 20% of 300 some odd uh, retailers and manufacturers that I had, only half of them actually donated anything. So, you know, this is a very, very tough, tough sell. Um, yeah. And if you're, especially if you're doing it later in the year. And I was telling you, I was doing it in like February and March, and that was way too late. So, yeah. and this is, and that's what I'm telling you. This is what I was told by the manufacturers, by the retailers. It's like, if you would have called me a month ago, I could have helped you out. You would have called yeah. me six weeks ago. I could have given you everything in the world, um, mm -hmm. but you're calling me too late. The budget's gone, and I'm sorry I can't do anything for you. Um, yeah. So it's I got a lot of that. So um, I, if if this is something you're trying to do and you're absolutely serious about it, I've I've said it on the show before. I'm gonna say it again. You must start early. You must start hard, and you must be diligent. And um, uh, and I and I wish you all the luck. Now that being said, Wendy, um, you you mentioned uh, you know like a fix it basket the last time mm -hmm. you did something. Uh, you forgot one critical item in there. JB oh, no. weld. 
Oh, yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> Gotta add that to my little like, thing. You were listing one. all the stuff. I was like, yes, that's what you put in there. Yes, you put that in there. Yes, this too. Wait yes. a minute. You forgot the JB Weld. <laughs> oh, uh, and, uh, and a, a link to the app to turn your phone into a flashlight. That's always very oh, handy. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> little no, dig, little you, dig for Tammy. Now, Josh, yeah. I know it was several, several years ago. We've been doing this show for like 10 years, and I bet you this was like yeah. in year two. Uh, I remember you were involved in a, 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 a giveaway, not a giveaway, a charitable event, a car wash type thing. And I, I, I bet you those pictures are still up on Naxja. How you could wear those so short little blue jean cutoff pants. I am just amazed. Do you still have that? Because that would be really cool to uh, to model no. for our uh, Facebook uh, <laughs> Facebook guests. Yeah, the those uh, those days the t shirt existence anymore. <laughs> I, I tried to wash them and they just disintegrated. I... <laughs> no, it's uh, this year. It will be the itty bitty bikini. There you go. There you go. No, no, I'm, I, I kid. I kid. They no, still uh, make uh, they still make nair, so you can uh, get all oh that hair God. removed. I've, I've got a story Wait. about that for one. And why does Tony know about Nair? Yeah. <laughs> Hold on a minute here. There's another question. There was a uh, a Nair balloon, uh, a water balloon type thing uh, going on back in uh, junior high. So, <laughs> oh, God. no, Wendy. There was one other thing you mentioned that really got my imagination going and and got me all tickly and giggly inside. Uh-oh. You mentioned, you know, you doing things like you know baskets and tool bags, uh-huh. uh, stuff like that for for the the vessel. Uh, in yeah. which you create your, you know, your, yes. your giveaway item. And you, you mentioned range bag mm-hmm. and I just, my imagination went just crazy. And I was like, Oh exactly. God, what, you know, what you could put in a range bag right now in 2020, yes. you know, Good. and the money that you would get for that yes. particular. Oh, yeah. oh my goodness. Nine so, mi- yeah. One nine great. millimeter bullet right next to a 10 millimeter socket. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> does not have to be Jeep related, these baskets. It's just a matter of generating interest and having people excited about winning something. And I found that if you can get the baskets for a retail, to have a retail value of, you know, around $200 or so, people just, they'll, they'll buy tickets all day long because the perceived value is there. So I've been to many a silent auction where, you know, they've got a a bunch of tables all set up and on these tables are a bunch of like what you were talking about. These, these baskets as you were, and there was a movie night baskets and date night baskets, car detailing baskets, you know, all, all kinds of different themed baskets. And, and each one, I mean, was a, was definitely worth a serious dollar figure. It was, oh yeah, Yeah. look at this and that and and all the stuff that's in there. And, and it made you want to, to, you know, to bid on that. And, and yes, you know, I'd. I've been a part of these silent auction type things, these events where, you know, they have these type of things and absolutely these get your attention. You, you, you draw people to them. They, they stand there for several moments looking over and daydreaming about the basket, what they could do with it. And of course they write their name down in a dollar figure with it. Uh, and at the end of the night or the end of the run or whatever, uh, you know, the person is selected on the sheet with the highest bid and off they go with their prize. Yep. And, and I've exactly. won a couple of things here and there that, uh, uh, it's like, yeah, hey, I got this for a good deal because, you know, I bid on it and it was something that I wanted. It was it was really funny when we first did the the first one we did. So I make up the baskets. They're pretty good size. I use pretty good size vessels, not a basket Oh, you at got all, to. Yeah, you got to. Because you want to make it have volume, you know, make it look good. So it all right. wrapped up you know, and everything. And then you know, I realized. Half a shoebox over there. And it's, what's that? Yeah, what is that? And I realized we're, we're going on a, you know, like a blue uh, run, a, a medium run. And I said, mm-hmm. shoot. <laughs> 
how am I going to secure these things from falling over? Oh, so we had these three <laughs> big, huge baskets. Well, the, the tool hack one wasn't, but the trail hack wasn't as was, was big. But anyway, we had them in there and it was like, I couldn't wait for lunch so I could get rid of the baskets and say, here, you guys <laughs> deal with this stuff now because we're done holding on to these things. But it was fun. It's just a different way to do stuff. And usually you can collect things. People give you stuff all the time. Maybe you're going to, you know, re-gift it. Um, it doesn't really matter. I mean, it just put it together, make it fun, make it exciting, and people will donate, especially for a good cause. So hopefully it gives some, people some ideas. Oh, uh, you mentioned uh, Nexon Tires, and uh, we haven't mentioned in a while, uh, the Jeep Talk Show is the official Jeep podcast of Nexon Tires. So That's right. we want to uh, give them a good mention. And we may be having some interesting Nexon news coming up soon in uh, future episodes, hopefully this year. That'll be fun. All right, so do you have a topic or suggestion for Newbie Nuggets? Well, I'd love to hear from you. And for more info, check out our YouTube channel on Jeep 4-1-1 with more tips, tricks, and techniques. Why did you become a paid subscriber to the Jeep Talk Show? I love the show. I've been listening to you guys for free for, I don't know, years now. And I figured I'd time to give back. You can be a paid subscriber and help support the show you love, the Jeep Talk Show. It'll just uh, help help the show out. And, and then in the end, it'll be Jeep Talk Show in my ear holes, you know? Just go to JeepTalkShow.com and look for the big yellow subscribe button. It'd be nice to give back to uh, so that you guys can continue on. Because if they love the show, then why shouldn't you, why shouldn't you give back just a little bit. I know it's tough this time of year to think about uh, becoming a paid subscriber at the Jeep Talk Show, and uh, uh, hell, taxes are you're usually due uh, at the end of January. So, uh, but uh, uh, you know, you get uh, tax refunds and things like that. So uh, hold off, buy uh, buy the Christmas gifts, uh, breathe a little easy, and uh, become a paid subscriber in uh, what February, March? When 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 do you get when you people get tax refunds? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, there's supposed to be another stimulus uh, coming out, and uh, that would be an excellent time to uh, let loose of uh, 30 bucks or so. Uh, yeah. Of course, you don't have to spend that much money, uh, but uh, that way you can get a little uh, uh, special edition uh, uh, honor badge. Uh, and and we, do, we are working on another uh, badge that you can pick from, so another good reason to hold off. But become a paid subscriber. Just go to jeeptalkshow.com slash contacts. Don't let me boss you around. If you want to do it now, do it. So just go over there and look at that page and you'll find out uh, the, the many different ways that you become a paid subscriber and help support the show. From the mind of Nikki G. Now, I, I meant to, to warn you, Josh. Uh, Nikki oh, G is going to give you a little bit of a hard time oh, here. No. So no, what's new? I know you're wound up from the, the opening stories, so I wanted you to brace yourself. <laughs> Nikki G's, brace yourself, Nelly. <laughs> Nikki G is getting edgy. So yeah, here we go. Of one word. And it's all about making that impact, right? Well, that right hey, this is Nikki G, and uh, hold on a second. Hey, Josh, Josh, hold it down a second. I'm trying to call in the show. Yeah, thanks. Let somebody else talk for a change. <laughs> hey, this is Nikki G, and I just got a, oh boy, a lot to say. And I uh, got a comment for Justin. Uh, Justin, I just want to remind you, you started this. You did this. <laughs> Uh, We're talking about your uh, Raspberry Pi question. Oh, no. uh, I've got a little bit of experience, or I should say a lot of experience Oh dear! in the field. Uh, you uh, should start with go. Apple Pie, something simple. But that's not why I call it. Maybe work up to Blueberry. 
<laughs> and then as you, as you uh, get more proficient, then you can try the Raspberry Pi. Hey. And then maybe work hard and study, right? And maybe someday you can work up to uh, the mother of all pies, chicken pot pie. Mm. Oh. Oh. <laughs> and uh, when you guys talked about uh, junkyard parts, I'm all for junkyard parts, uh, body panels all day long at the junkyard. They're uh, cheaper. The OEMs is better quality than you can get aftermarket. Uh, I, I get anything I can out of a junkyard that you could actually physically see the condition of it. Uh, water pumps, alternators, starters, wear items. Uh, no, no go. I pass on those. I used to go to the junkyard every week way back when I first got my first XJ. And there seemed to be tons at the junkyard. Now they're getting scarce. But I would go every week and see what new vehicles they had. And uh, I took a part off of every year XJ I could find. And I think I'm down to, uh, I think the, the lower 80s, like 84, 85. I think I got something from an 86. I don't think an 87. But I got a part from every year XJ on my Jeep. So my goal is that when somebody asks me what year my XJ is, I can just say yes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's not why oh. I'm calling. <laughs> no, I'm calling to tell you guys that. I feel like going on a diet, but I'm afraid. I feel like I have too much to lose. Oh. It's funny because it's true. <laughs> and where's Henry the All Rooster? right, boys and girls. Thank you. I'll chat at you later. Have a good one. Bye. I was trying to remember, I was trying to remember the chicken pot pie's name, and I couldn't. Yeah. He's, that's where the rooster is. He's in the chicken pot pie. It is that time of the year. Uh, I know you can eat crow. Can you eat rooster? Henry. Yes, you can. (laughs) Where do you listen to the Jeep Talk Show? What are you talking about, man? Where do you listen to the Jeep Talk Show? I got no idea what the heck. Where do you listen to the Jeep Talk Show at? Get out of my face, yo. Hey, where do you listen to the Jeep Talk Show at? Underwater. Hey, where do you listen to the Jeep Talk Show at? In the bubble bath. Where do you listen to the Jeep Talk Show at? No clue. And where do you listen to the Jeep Talk Show at? While flexing on stumps. Where do you listen to the Jeep Talk Show at? Hey, where do you listen to the Jeep Talk Show at? Hey, where do you listen to the Jeep Talk Show at? I would assume on the radio. The Jeep Talk Show, available on iTunes and at jeeptalkshow.com. Hey, it's Brian again. Uh, I'm just calling. I called him last time about thanking Keith Newcomer. And you guys are always, are always asking uh, for suggestions. You should get Paul from Fabrat's YouTube channel. He's a friend of Matt's from, uh, was it Matt's Off-Road, Wind and Towing? Uh, he might not be as highbrow yet as Matt because he's not as famous, so he might give it a shot. All right, later, guys. <laughs> highbrow. Um, I reached out to somebody. I went back whenever I, I listened to this, uh, this voicemail earlier. I went back to try to find uh, the gentleman that uh, somebody had suggested uh, come on the show and I, I believe he was associated uh, with uh, with Matt's towing, the, the Winder towing, and uh, th- it was very agreeable. And this happens quite often where somebody is excited and agreeable to come on the show, and then it just it just they they don't follow through. And I guess I don't follow through either. I'm not a sales type person. I hate pestering people about stuff. Uh, so uh, I, I couldn't uh, I couldn't never could figure out if that was actually Paul that I reached out to. But love the suggestion. And uh, you guys keep them coming in. I'll keep contacting them, and every so often we'll get a hit, and uh, we'll get them on here. You're a true Jeep enthusiast, right? So you know how to wave, but you 
Do you know where to find the coolest Jeep gear? Not the kind of gear to help you bog through the mud or climb up that trail, but the gear to make you look good while doing it. Whether you're looking to load up for your next adventure or blaze a trail to a loved one's heart this holiday, gear.jeep.com is your place for official Jeep-branded merchandise. You won't need a compass or topographical map to find the coolest Jeep apparel, newest gadgets, or outdoor gear. At gear.jeep.com, you'll find something for every style and every budget. Come on, browse, and what's new, or check out our inspired designs like Jeep Mojave, Jeep's 80th anniversary, or the all-new Jeep Wave Collection. Shop today and take 20% off your order. Take advantage of this exclusive offer and use code JeepTalk when checking out at gear.jeep.com. You know, looking at the uh, gear.jeep.com website, uh, uh, we were talking about dog collars earlier in, in uh, tennis shoes. They have a levitating speaker. Looks like an egg that has, uh, has oh, Jeep yeah. on it. And yeah, but, uh, this other but one. But how does it do that? I was looking at that. I didn't know. How, how do they make it levitate? Magic. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's Jeep magic. So it, yeah, it makes that's what I complete sense. Um, Mixie dust. <laughs> the the problem is it only works in liquid nitrogen. No, I'm sure. Oh. I'm sure it's. I'm sure it's cold not the uh, yeah cold fusion. Cold fusion. Just take out the cold fusion and run your electric Jeep off the uh, the levitating speaker. So no uh, the other thing I thought was really cool was the uh, Edition Spot X two way satellite messenger. I mean, this is a major Jeep item. This is something you should have in the uh, have in the Jeep, so that uh, you know when you go out there wheeling alone, which you're not supposed to do, you can uh, actually call for help. Just uh, just don't. If you call somebody, if you call your Toyota owner buddy, uh, make sure <laughs> you take his phone from him so he can't do any videos of him, you know, yes, rescuing totally. you. <laughs> so go over there to Geep. <laughs> Geep. Go over there to Gear. That would be a good website. Geep. That would be uh, gear and Jeep. Just go over there to gear.jeep.com and check out all these uh, these these things for for Christmas. And if you if you buy something from them, make sure you use the code uh, and uh, make sure that you let us know that uh, you purchased from gear.jeep.com. You know we haven't done a, uh, a review in a while, and uh, I, I got this one uh, an email notification the other day. Uh, somebody uh, gave us a, a review on our uh, uh, our app. We have a Jeep Talk Show app that we don't talk about near enough. And uh, some of you are going, "There's an app? Yes, there's an app, and it and it's free." So uh, you, you just go over to the Google Play Store or the uh, Apple Play Apple is it Apple Play? I know it's an Apple Store, and just search for Jeep Talk Show, and you will find uh, the app where you can download and listen to the show. You could even use the app to automatically. Download the show whenever it, it becomes available. And really, this is the quickest way to get the, the latest show on uh, you know on your phone so that you can listen to it. And the cool thing is, is if you download it, you don't have to have cell coverage. You don't have to have internet access because it's going to be right there on your phone and you can listen to it uh, outside, you know, well, well into the wilderness and uh, not have to worry about uh, a good signal. Anyway, this, uh, this review came in. And uh, let's see, is there a name on this? There is not a name on this. I'd have to go over there to the uh, to the site. But it says it's a five-star review. I drive a Jeep Wrangler TJ, and I'm glad there's an app that acts like a radio show and talks about Jeep and Jeep life. Hashtag nice. Jeep on. So, yeah, we, get a, we have a few people that uh, I, I guess they're just used to podcasts that are not um, – I guess as Josh would say, produced. 
they're <laughs> there's, there's there just talking uh and uh and uh, we we made the decision uh, up front that uh, we wanted this to be like uh like the big boys like the ones that uh do it every day for a living and uh there's a few few of you out there that uh, really enjoy that and we appreciate uh that uh, we uh you know uh, i don't want to say hit a nerve but because uh, <laughs> that's generally a negative thing but uh we're certainly glad to hear when uh, somebody gets it and uh, enjoys the format that we uh, that we chose are you living the jeep life from mall crawlers to weekend warriors from daily drivers to weekend wheelers it's all about the jeep life and it's all good it's time for jeep life with jeep mama Tony, Josh, Wendy, sorry I missed last week's show. And Zoomers, I'm so sorry I missed you guys in the Zoom room. Well, it's been a crazy couple of weeks here in Colorado. Neil and I were working out of a garage here on a farm in the valley. Due to circumstances beyond our control, we had to move out. When one door closes, another opens, right? Well, we found an old building for sale in a town near us. It used to be an old furniture store, but I think before that, it looks like it was an old mechanic's garage. It's huge. So we are in the process of jumping through hoops to get the Jeep Rescue League and Colorado 4x4 up and running. With government red tape, it's going to be a fun journey, but we will persevere. Now on to Jeep life with Jeep Mama, living your best life. For most of us with Jeeps, our best life includes wheeling in the great outdoors. But in today's society, making the time to go wheeling is not always priority because of all the other commitments in our life. When I first became a Jeeper seven years ago, I was struggling with my life. I felt it was something was missing. I just couldn't put my finger on it. So I started on a journey of discovery and came to realize I wasn't living my best life for me. You know, when you get older and wiser, you come to realize our time is precious. Back then, I made a conscious effort to live my best life, to live every single day to the fullest for me. As I searched how to live my best life to the fullest, I discovered I was wasting my precious time. It was a real struggle because I began to realize I needed to be a little selfish. And that's hard to begin to say no to others. A big part of living your life to the fullest is not wasting your time. There are many ways we waste our time, and one of those is trying to be accepted by our friends, co-workers, and society. You know, everyone wants to be liked and accepted, but many of us spend too much time and energy worrying about what other people think. This kind of thinking makes you feel unworthy, and it can become unhealthy and stressful. You might not even realize you're doing it. Too many times during my life I found myself trying to fit in and losing myself in the process. As I get older, I find myself not caring if other people approve how I choose to live my life, or caring if I fit into one group or another. You know, the movie A Star is Born inspired me. Bradley Cooper's character talked about having something to say and knowing how to say it. He talked about finding your voice. That can be hard when you're bogged down with people telling you how to act, who you should be, and what you should say, or how you should wheel or how you should mod your Jeep. So find your voice and do you. Time is our biggest currency, a currency you cannot get back. I decided to quit wasting my life trying to fit into what I thought other society's mold was for me. Now is my time, time to be who I want to be and not worry about if I get the approval of my peers, friends, neighbors, co-workers, or society. So now I'm living my best life in a camper, spending time in the mountains with my Jeep, working on Jeeps with very little commitments. I'm not spending my time cleaning a four-bedroom house or worrying about hurting someone's feelings because I didn't invite them to a party or going to an event I really don't want to attend and trying to keep up with the Joneses, putting on those fake facades. 
Seth Godin said, instead of wondering when your next vacation is, maybe you should set up a life you don't need to escape from. I believe the meaning behind this quote is rather than just enjoy life while on vacations or holidays, we should strive to make our everyday lives the ones we want to be living every day of the week. Part of this process is what I was already doing by simplifying my life. Simplifying your life is getting rid of the clutter. It bogs you down. It's a stress you don't even realize you have. And there are two kinds of clutter, the physical clutter and the mental clutter. Getting rid of the clutter will allow you to enjoy more of your time. However, it is so much more than a declutter. It's a process and can take several years before you can perfect it. I wanted to make my life one I don't need to go on vacation to escape from. It isn't easy to do and can take a long time, but committing yourself to the process pays off. First, you have to change your mindset. You need to be open-minded and you have to be able to realize stuff is just stuff. You have to be able to let go of people in your life. So here are my top five ways to start crafting a life you don't need to escape from. Number one, make relationships a priority. You know, it's okay to let go of those toxic friends from your life. And it's even okay to unfriend them and block them. Stop wasting your precious time arguing with these people online. Build up the positive relationships. Number two, remove unneeded possessions from your home and life. Begin to train yourself. Stuff is just stuff. Since moving into the sliding camper, I realized all that stuff in my old house was not needed to make me happy. When you go for months with very little, you begin to realize all the stuff is not needed to enjoy your life. Well, except your Jeep. Number three, guard your time. It's okay to say no. It's okay to reduce the number of commitments in your life, like volunteer positions, attending events you don't care about. Number four, take care of yourself. This was a big one for me. I had to learn to be selfish. I had to learn to say no. I had to learn it was okay to take time for just me. Number five, find happiness in your everyday life. Or for me, it was to take time to make happiness for my everyday life. I did this by doing something little for me every single day that made me happy. I also made sure I did something special every week for me that I enjoyed, like taking my Jeep out for a topless ride or getting a pedicure or eating at my favorite restaurant. Then every month, I planned a special event just for me, like a wheeling trip or a concert, something I enjoyed just for me. This was just the beginning of how I started to live my best life. It's going to be different for everyone. You may not even know what your best life is because you are so bogged down with your old life. But for me, changing my mindset helped me realize what was holding me back. It was a long six years, but I needed to change my mindset. Now I'm living my life for me and enjoying the amazing beauty out west. Not every day is a vacation. There are still struggles, but more days are vacations than not. It's all about discovering and recognizing happiness. If we get rid of the clutter, we can see the happiness. It can be appreciated in the simple things in life. Changing our mindset and knowing where to focus the energy is required. It's not going to happen overnight as it takes a long time to really start feeling true happiness in the simple. Next week on the Jeep Life with Jeep Mama, OJD, Obsessive Jeep Disorder. Do you have it? I'll share the top 10 signs you may have Obsessive Jeep Disorder. So I think it's important that you uh, you understand that uh, struggle doesn't uh, necessarily mean unhappiness uh, and sometimes can be uh, make make you happy. 
sometimes you're struggling to fix your damn Jeep Cherokee, and uh, when you get done with it, you're really happy that it works. So, <laughs> struggle could be good. Yeah, does Tammy's Jeep Life compare with your own? We're always looking for Jeep stories. We want to hear about yours. So contact us and let us know what your Jeep life is like. Just go to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact and find out how. Oh, you can feel the Christmas in the air. Oh, the holidays are coming right around the corner. Very close. Well, and that Christmas tree I just threw on the fire should burn nicely. <laughs> How dare you? Getting it's not dry enough yet. Bug. Not dry enough, Josh. <laughs> uh, better that well, than an elf. Hey. <laughs> elf on a <laughs> shelf. I don't but know. But they it's smell like Christmas. Oh, yeah. have, have, I think I mentioned this every year. Have you guys seen that one where the uh, somebody takes a, a chicken, chicken bones, and they show the little elf hat and outfit? Yeah. And yeah. then they have that like elf on the, on the shelf uh, meal where it's just left over. Anything. Yeah, he's the, yeah, he's on the plate, and they have like ketchup or something underneath, like that was all the innards. Yeah, it's good for us. That little bastard won't be on my shelf. That's this year. right. That's right. Uh, That's the last time you're gonna pee in Santa's co- uh, coffee oh, milk. Gosh. <laughs> well, we talked briefly at the top of the show about what the future may hold for Jeep, and with so many changes and new offerings on the horizon, what is something that you would like to see from the Jeep brand in future? I know if we would have asked this question about 25, 30 years ago, everybody would have been uh, res- uh, said a resounding all at the same time, cup holders! Oh, yeah. But, uh, but oh, no, it's uh, now it's going to be something different. And I'm, I'm sure everybody has their own take and, and something they would like to see. Maybe uh, a certain color go away. Or uh, hey. maybe a new vehicle altogether. <laughs> maybe a return to the nostalgia or a bit of, uh, you know, uh, a bit of some retro styling, you know, something like that. Whatever it is, I'm kind of curious to see what it is you might be looking for uh, from Jeep in the future. Even if it's for something for a 30 or 50 year old vehicle. Uh, if it's something new that you want to see from Jeep to support an old vehicle, well, that counts too. So whatever it is, we're going to go down the list. We're going to find out what our co-host might think about this topic, as well as some of our listeners. And each and every week, we have some listeners that join us around the campfire and uh, and they crack wise and uh, and also share their own opinions and stuff as, as to whatever the topic might be. And tonight, we've got uh, four of our listeners uh, with us tonight, and we're going to go right to the top of the list with 7slats.com. Chris, he's in the house around the campfire, as it were. Chris, what would you like to see from the Jeep brand in the future? Yeah, I'd like to see a uh, continued focus on the, the Wrangler, the JT, the Gladiator. My concern with Jeep is as they want to make further inroads into the overall market, they'll trend more to the CUVs or so-called SUVs and, and get away from the, the Wrangler to continue to um, cater to the masses and just water down the brand. I think uh, they've done a great job with maintaining the JL and the JT, uh, they've got the the special editions. The Hemi, the 392, is an awesome offering. Uh, it certainly won't be a high volume, uh, but uh, as, as they try to expand and really be the, the volume leader for Chrysler, whatever Chrysler is going to be called in the future, uh, my concern is is that the new owners of Chrysler, whatever they're named, will just water the brand down. Well, the, the V8 yeah, was a, a was a huge deal. Uh, I mean, Jeepers have been wanting that for forever. So I think uh, that was, uh, if nothing else, Jeep needs to be more responsive to the the wishes and the desires of their uh, their customer base. I think. 
Well, they, they certainly have done that in the last couple of years, and, and we've seen that with uh, with the new JL and the new and the JT. Uh, you know, we we wanted the truck, we we wanted a um, yeah, you know a true. lot of the design considerations and the ergonomics of of the JL really shown through. That Jeep has been listening to its fans and listening to its customer base as far as what they want, and and just to bolster that. Chris was absolutely right with the 392 offering. That was a prime example of Jeep listening to its customers. We want a V8 Wrangler. Plain and simple. Look at how much money the aftermarket has made putting V8s into Wranglers. Why aren't you doing it? And and that was something that they they took to heart. They listened huh. and 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 only, they they put it forth. Only that after Ford, said, only after Ford came out with a contender. Well, is my point. Well. You know, V8 wish for a long I time. That, that I want to believe that that was in the works long before uh, for, Ford uh, was starting to release or or even threatened to release. Uh, uh, you know, news oh. about the Bronco and stuff like that. They they probably but, had engineers working on it. I mean, even if it was doing it in a spare time, <laughs> they probably had something on the drawing board for a long yeah. time. They just didn't pull the trigger until you know the competition came out. So, well, like I that said, that irritates you know, strategic- me. Strategic release of information that was certainly one of those. But but Chris was right. Um, with this new uh, acquisition, merger, takeover, whatever, with the PSA Auto Group, this giant French automaker, uh, now com- you know combining with FCA to become the world's fourth largest automaker. Even though there is a boatload of of uh, you know badges underneath this uh, this this one umbrella, um, you know I can see that that watering down of the brand. Look, the Wrangler is the last off-road vehicle. Look, yeah, yeah, okay, the JT certainly has some off-road chops, but you've got to put in a ton of modifications to get that uh, to get it there. Is it as capable off the showroom floor as the Wrangler? Sure, I believe so to a certain extent, uh, but after a certain point, I believe the wheelbase kind of starts to kind of starts to hurt you a little bit. Yeah. Uh, and a certainly breakover angle, approach and departure angle, the Wrangler is is just better um, on paper as far as that goes. Uh, real world examples, you know, yeah, the, the Wrangler certainly has the uh, uh, the history behind it to support uh, being the uh, you know having the off road prowess. Uh, but you know, will that continue in the future? We were concerned about uh, the Jeep Wrangler going to an IFS suspension uh, here just in the last few years with a bunch of EPA standards and stuff like that. Will that be uh, you know a, a concern in the future? Could the Wrangler's off road chops completely go away just because of EPA standards? Um, that's all in question now, especially with, uh, you know, the French, uh, now possibly taking over design of an off-road brand. All right. What about Larry Holmes? Now, Larry, uh, goes by Jeep and Mo here on the show. And, uh, and I'm sure Larry's going to have something to say about the future of Jeep and what he would like to see, uh, come from the brand in the future. Yeah. So for me, I think it's more kind of say truth or the, the Wrangler brand, if you will. You mm-hmm. know, if you, the JT was, it was a good takeoff from that. But when I look at like the new Wagoneer that, that they debuted a few months back, you know, it's kind of like a suburban-ish, if you will. But as far as the, uh, you know, the, a Wrangler is kind of like a, I'll say an adult erector set. It doesn't look like the, uh, the Wagoneer is built off that same platform with straight axles and everything else. You know, that's, I wish they would kind of, bring the Wrangler back into that larger platform because I think everybody likes the old Wagoneers and like the ability to take it off road and that new Wagoneer doesn't look like any of that to me. Yeah, I think the uh the, the certainly the, the design aspect of uh 
the Wagoneer and the Grand Wagoneer, uh, there's not a lot uh, hailing back to yesteryear. There's not a lot of uh, a lot of that heritage shining through in the new design. Uh, you know, that being said, you know, the, the Wagoneer uh, certainly had, uh, was certainly a capable vehicle, had its own quirks and everything like that. But the old Woodsides are, are certainly uh, still around today, at least in my state right. they are. Uh, and uh, and I, I certainly have a, a soft spot in my heart for them. Now, the new designs of them, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not really 100% sold on them. And, and I'm not 100% sold on whether or not these are watering down the brand either. Now, this is a return to the full-size Jeep. This is where Jeep started, more or less. Uh, you know, the, the, the Cherokee Chief, uh, the Wagoneer, the Grand Wagoneer, you know, all of that, the old J10s, the J20s, um, you know, th- these were full-size Jeeps. And this is, you know, pretty much what consisted of Jeep's lineup at the time. Uh, and, and now we had, you know, what, a 30-year glut of, of no full-size Jeeps, and now they are back. And, uh, and it's certainly going to be something that, that we want to see a lot more of, uh, and I, I think you know the introduction of or the return of the uh, the Jeep B8, uh, and certainly a full size Jeep is going to be a little bit of that. Hey, this is what we can do, but I'm worried about this is this is the curtain fall. Is this going to be you know them going out with a bang? Hey, we gave you a V8. Hey, we gave you full size uh, Jeeps, and oh look, we also gave you a pickup truck. What more can we possibly do? That's it. Thank you for everything. Goodbye. And, and I think that that's a little bit of what Chris was trying to was uh, trying to touch on a little bit was if Jeep is moving forward um, and and they don't focus on the Wrangler they don't focus on this five billion dollar market of that is the off-road industry and and they go full force into electrification and they really focus on the full size and they really focus on on you know the 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 CUVs the compact SUVs you know crossovers as it were um, and and the off-road just sort of falls to the wayside. I can see that being an absolute possibility and I'm, and I'm genuinely fearful for the future of Jeep and what it may hold. Uh, what about you, Tony? What do you, what do you think about uh, the future of Jeep and what would you like to see come from them? I would like to see them uh, bring the uh, Jeep 4.0 liter back in their, uh, in their Jeeps. <laughs> here, here! <laughs> now, we've long said, and Tony's been a big proponent of this as well, that the Jeep 4 liter inline 6 was the quintessential Jeep motor, the best motor that Jeep has ever made, bar none. And I'm, I'm pretty sure there's, uh, there's a few listeners that would disagree with that. Oh, yeah. There's, there's the, uh, the 3.8 and the 3.6 levers. And uh, they, uh, to those people, I would say they never had a 4.0. Uh, they never nope. drove it. Uh, drove it three hundred thousand miles. Of course, there's there's people out there that that find uh, owning a Jeep for twenty twenty five years is uh, insane. I mean, how would how would you be able to do that? I mean, it's like staying in a marriage for a, a number of years. You, <laughs> it takes a level of commitment uh, to do something like that. So, uh, yeah, I uh, I really enjoy the uh, the four and. Uh, Actually, I've never bought a Jeep that uh, does, has anything other than the 4.0, and that includes not getting the uh, the four cylinder either. What is it, two five, two four? What was it? Uh, 
That's right. I think it was a 2.5 liter four cylinder. Yeah, there's no way in hell I'm uh, buying one of those either. <laughs> Although, and, and there's people out there, you know, that you put enough uh, deep enough gears in, uh, in in the Jeep with a, uh, That's right. a four banger and it will do this fine, but it does not it have the longevity as the, uh, no. uh, uh, of the 4.0. So that's, They're, I no, mean, it's honestly, still, it's, it's going to have a hard time climbing those hills. But. Yeah, it's, it's a bit tongue in cheek as far as, uh, you know, uh, wanting something coming back, but it scares the hell out of me, uh, the thought of uh, getting one of these uh, new Jeeps with one of these uh, engines that, is not going to last. It's going to be very unusual for that thing to go that well, many miles. Not only that, you can't work on it. I mean, a lot of the stuff, it, these engines are becoming harder and harder to work on. And, I mean, like, you, you look at, uh, I think it's a 3.6 liter. It could be the 3.8 liter. Uh, a notorious knock sensor that goes out, and you pretty much have to disassemble half the motor just to get to this one sensor. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's, I may not be the knock sensor. I, I can't remember now, but, uh, it's literally buried in the middle of the engine. Absolutely the worst design whatsoever. Uh, versus the tractor motor of the four liter yeah. inline yeah. six, and it is. where everything is right there. And it's, it's so easy to get to. And it, and it just is such a venerable motor that, uh, just goes and goes and goes. And that's a good one, Tony. What about you, Wendy? Uh, anything that you would like to see from Jeep coming in the future? I think I'm with Chris. I want to keep it classic and. You know, keep it going how we see it and not not water it down. I think that was a good word that he used, and I would agree with him. So that's it for yeah, me. Yeah, there's certainly there's certainly a lot to to be worried about on on the future, especially with this uh, you know French automaker coming in and uh, and it really depends on what side of the fence you're on uh, mm -hmm. and where you're getting your news from because some stories are saying that this was a merger, and there's a lot of other stories out there that saying that this was a takeover. And that the PSA was yeah, taking man. over FCA because PSA was a much stronger automaker than FCA. You look at the, uh, the, the, the badges that are underneath the FCA umbrella, and we've known for years, I've been reporting on this through our quarterly uh, sales reports and stuff like that, that, that the Jeep brand and the Ram brand have been carrying FCA completely, 100%, without exception. And if it wasn't for those two brands, FCA would have been bankrupt a long time ago. Um, and, and we were talking, I don't know, geez, five years ago or so about FCA, or I'm sorry, about Jeep and, and Ram going off on their own just because of how successful they have been uh, and how the opposite is true for the rest of the FCA, uh, rest of the FCA auto group. And, and it's just, it's, it's scary to see this French group come in, take things over and say, okay, we've got this now. And what is that going to mean? What is it? There's just so much uncertainty and 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 just questions out there as to what the future is going to hold for Jeep. And I, for one, uh, I know that you know there's a lot of people that are saying, "Well, you got to embrace change. You, you got to. You can't be stuck in your roots. You can't be such a stick in the mud, there, Josh." And and well, it's I, I know, and I'm I'm you know certainly a proponent for uh, you know uh, pr um, progress and, and innovation and stuff like that. I'm the last person to put a squash on innovation. Uh, but that being said, there's you know Jeep has roots and Jeep has heritage, what has made Jeep Jeep for so long. Um, and it's what has made the brand what it is today. You take that away and, and I can see the brand going away as well. I thought of something that would be one step better than just bringing back the 4.0, the uh, hmm. 4.0 with cup holders. So you could uh, have a place to put your drink while you're working on it. So I mean, that or would your be, burrito. That, or, <laughs> yeah, or maybe just a burrito oven, which you could put in there. Burrito and warm up, warmer. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Warm up your burrito. So once you got it fixed, so there you oh, go. Oh my gosh. 
Yes, more provisions for manifold cooking, please. Mm-hmm. I don't know if anybody, yes. if, if you guys remember this or not, uh, but uh, I'm trying to remember uh, if, if it was Lee Iacocca that uh, purchased American Motors uh, to, uh, you know, brought it into the, uh, the Chrysler fold. And I remember, uh, whenever I was looking at the Jeep, I wasn't overly, uh, uh happy about it being part of Chrysler <laughs> because Chrysler was, was not a great, uh, uh, vehicle company. Uh, and, uh, Lee Iacocca actually, uh, helped save that company. So, uh, I thought Chrysler actually did a good job with, uh, with Jeep, but, uh, in the beginning, it just was not, uh, not something that, uh, it, if it hadn't, if it, the name Jeep hadn't have been on it, I wouldn't have purchased it. Let me, uh, let's put it that way. There you go. Yeah. Well said, Tony. Well said. Well, we're doing this each and every week where we pick a topic and we want you guys to chime in on it. Uh, obviously, uh, uh, some weeks uh, we have more people around the campfire than others. Uh, and it's just like that sometimes. But each and every week we're pulling a topic out of thin air and we want you to chime in on that. <laughs> now, sometimes you can even find out ahead of time what the topic is, gonna, is going to be for the week through our newsletter that you can actually sign up for through our website. And that's all you got to do is you go to jeeptalkshow.com and and uh, uh, you can find out a way to subscribe to the show. You can find a way to subscribe to the newsletter. You can find a way to donate to the show. All kinds of good stuff there. All kinds of ways to interact. And if you subscribe to the newsletter, you can get the inside information about what's going on with the show. Uh, notifications for giveaways that we have ahead of time so that you might be able to get first in line for the next giveaway. Also, inside information about what's going on with the hosts and uh, also what's coming up on future episodes. It's very easy to sign up and it's also just as easy to unsubscribe. Just go to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact and you're going to find out all the information you need to interact or sign up with the show. Well, I can't thank my co-hosts or our listeners enough for chiming in this week uh, and every week for that matter. Uh, and I really hope that, uh, that you guys continue to listen each and every week. That is the show for this week, my fellow Jeeper. Until next week, be sure that you are following us on Facebook. And as always, thank you for listening to the world's most downloaded Jeep podcast. <laughs> Jeep Talk Show and Howard Stern had a baby. What would its name be? What would it be called? Oh, my God. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> it would be... No. <laughs> it would be Sid. <laughs> the name would be Sid. Sudden oh. Infant Death Syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Podcasting since 2010.